The guy that dropped less weight and just dropped pure body fat would still look considerably better, have more muscle, more shape, improve their health markers considerably more than the guy that just dropped any weight whatsoever and just lost muscle and lean mass. What is going on guys and welcome to another episode of the Lean365 podcast. So in today's episode, I want to shed some light on a topic I think a lot of people don't always understand the difference in. Okay, I see this a lot. I want to talk about weight loss, fat loss, and I want to actually get you guys to understand that there is a difference. Okay, so you are going to walk away from this podcast knowing what you should be aiming for and that weight loss and fat loss are two different things. And they often get put under the same umbrella in terms of just wanting to lose weight. But people don't always understand that you should be shooting towards fat loss. And there are certain principles and certain guidelines that you need to make sure you have in place if you want to just lose body fat and not just lose weight. Okay, so the difference between these two is if we're just focusing on losing weight and we are just looking to solely reduce our mass and our relationship with gravity to the ground, we don't really care where that weight comes from. Okay, this is what things like Weight Watchers are getting you to do. They just want you to lose weight. They just want to see that when you come and jump on the scales, you have dropped numbers. Okay, that is a result, that is success to them, to you maybe. But that's not really what we're looking to try and do. If we want to embark on a weight loss journey, like we want to look better, we want to feel better, we want to improve our body composition, we want to get stronger, we want to get leaner, we don't want to be skinny fat, right? We want to have a good physique. That's where there's a difference between these two things. And if you are shooting towards complete weight loss, you're probably not going to actually have the physique that you want. You're definitely not going to feel the way that you want to feel. Okay, so the way that we kind of distinguish this is that we make sure that we kind of set our nutrition up and certainly our training up in a way that's going to warrant that. So when we're thinking about weight loss, we are basically just wanting to lose any form of weight. So all we need to really consider is just being in a calorie deficit. That is the only real principle that weight loss is going to be derived with, okay? So making sure that we are consuming less calories each day than what we are burning. As long as we do that, we're going to lose weight. I mean, you could literally eat whatever you want. You are going to lose weight if you just make sure you're following that principle, okay? You might do it in a way in which you don't feel great. You might feel hungry, you might feel tired, you might get bloated, you might be eating terrible quality food, but you are going to lose weight if you do that. You solely focus on just cutting your calories back, you know, restricting food, you can lose scale weight, but you're not necessarily going to improve your body composition. You're probably not going to improve your body composition. The way you've got to think about it is that you could quite easily drop, say, 10 kilos, and your body fat could be exactly the same, okay? So let's just put this into terms. You could be an 80 kilo guy, you could be 20% body fat. So of that body fat, you're probably not going to look how you want to look. You're going to look a little bit fluffy. You're probably going to have a bit of a belly, love handles. Not going to look a way that you probably, in your head, would like to look if you could have whatever you want. And that's what we should be aiming for. We should be able to get our physique to the position as to where we're super happy and confident. I believe everybody has the ability to do that. So if you are in this position, you know, 80 kilo guy, 20% body fat, say you drop 10 kilos, you restrict your calories back, you know, you put yourself in deficit, let's just say you cut carbs out or something that, you know, really commonly a lot of people will do without really knowing how to actually do a diet approach in the correct way. So, you know, you put yourself through restriction, you drop 10 kilos, but you don't really have any understanding of where that weight is coming from. You don't know how to make sure that you are losing the right kind of weight. You just drop 10 kilos. So you could literally drop that and still be 20% body fat. So you could burn through body fat, muscle, but not really alter your body composition at all in any way. Or let's say that you drop your body fat by 2% or something like that. You say you lose a little bit more body fat than muscle, okay? For 10 kilos of weight loss, 
you know, to have lost, say, 2% body fat, you are not going to look very different. You're arguably not going to look different at all. No one would look at you and really think that you would look much better. You will be potentially, well, you will be a lighter version of yourself. You'll be a slightly skinnier version of yourself, but you're not really going to look any different. Okay, you might look different maybe to the people that kind of haven't seen you for a long time because you're gonna, there's going to be less of you. But if you were to take your top off and show them your physique, you, you wouldn't really look that different in that perspective because you'd still be carrying the same amount of body fat and pretty much the same amount of muscle, well, less muscle because there's less of you. So really that's not the kind of position that we want to be in. That is not improving body composition. That's pretty much keeping the same body composition and just dropping any form of mass whatsoever, which is really what we want to avoid. And this is what happens to a lot of people because... They don't really understand the difference of these two things. They just associate that losing scale weight is what we want to be aiming for. When in actual fact, that's not what we want to be aiming for. Then we need to look at to camp two, which is where we want to be, okay? The fat loss camp. So when we're solely focusing on fat loss, we are setting up our nutrition and our training so that we preserve as much muscle tissue as possible, as much lean mass if not build muscle, okay? And you will be able to build some muscle when you're in a calorie deficit. It's not gonna be a lot because the conditions are not really there to build muscle. If you are in a calorie deficit, you are restricting calories. So there are not really any calories for your body to then use to build lean muscle. And as I said, you will build some. There is an ability to still do that if you have things set up in the correct way. If you're more of a novice going into this, if you've been out of training for a long time, you've been injured, you know, you haven't really been hitting things as hard as you could, you will build a little bit of muscle. And we see that happen to a lot of clients that come and join FitLab, but it's not going to be a considerable amount. But the most important thing that we need to think of is that we are going to be preserving lean muscle. Now, whether you look at yourself at the moment and you don't really think you have much muscle, okay, you might not even really train that much or you lift many weights. You still have lean muscle on your physique that if you stripped back all that body fat, you would look considerably better and improve your shape no matter what position you're in, really, okay? Especially if you are a little bit heavier, there is gonna be lean mass there that your body will naturally have. So when we are trying to diet and lose weight, we are trying to lose fat. We are trying to protect that lean tissue that our body has got, that lean muscle mass, and that is why we are certain parameters that we need to have in place. So let's go back to that previous example that I talked about, okay? Let's say you are an 80 kilo guy, you're 20% body fat, and let's say you drop your 10 kilos, but you actually drop it in the right way and you just drop body fat and you preserve all your muscle mass, okay? Let's say that you drop down from 20% body fat, you lose 10 kilos and then you move to 12% body fat, which is actually pretty realistic. Like we see that happen to a lot of guys, drop 10 kilos, probably drop at least 8% body fat as well and get to that 10 to 12% range, which I think is where most guys should be aiming for. Girls probably a little bit up than that because you naturally carry more body fat. So you could probably add on 10% and, and get to the the physique that you would want to be at. That's kind of the way that we would look at it. So a girl at around sort of 18% to 20% body fat, you know, would probably look exactly how they would want to look. So anyway, that guy at 12% body fat that's just dropped 10 kilos is going to look considerably better than the guy that dropped 10 kilos of any weight whatsoever. If the guy of just dropping weight dropped 12 kilos, 15 kilos, and he didn't have any focus on where that weight was coming from, the guy that dropped less weight and just dropped pure body fat would still look considerably better, have more muscle, more shape, improve their health markers considerably more 
than the guy that just dropped any weight whatsoever and just lost muscle and lean mass. That is the difference between those two camps. Okay, you can lose weight and not really look any different. And this is what produces that skinny fat look. So I always speak to a lot of people that say that they've lost weight before and they've not really been very happy with how they've looked and they felt that they've just looked a bit skinny and frail. And this is often why a lot of people, um, guys specifically, worry about losing weight because they associate that when they lose weight, they're going to look skinny, weak and frail. A lot of guys, they set them their weight target and they look at it and they're like, Chris, I don't think I should be dropping this much weight. I'm not going to look great. And I have to always assure them that, trust me, we're going to be losing the right kind of weight. We are not losing any muscle whatsoever. You are going to lose pure body fat. So this is a realistic target for us to aim towards. And when you do do it in the correct way, there probably will be more weight for you to lose than what you probably think. But the reality is it doesn't really matter because if it's the right kind of weight and you are holding on to all that muscle mass, you are going to look considerably better. So you need to understand there is a difference, okay? And this is why don't just join any odd program that just sees you losing loads of weight in a short time frame that doesn't actually know the difference between these two. And you need to be following a program that is gonna rapidly improve your body composition. It's gonna help you build lean muscle, retain lean muscle, and lose body fat. This is what changes your physique. Changing your body composition is basically changing the relationship between, or the ratio is a better word, between the amount of muscle that you carry and the amount of body fat that you carry. You wanna alter these two numbers. You don't want these numbers to stay exactly the same. Otherwise you're just losing pointless weight. And that is the most important thing. So in terms of how to lose body fat and actually protect muscle, these are kind of the most important things that you need to think about that I would say distinguish or are the difference between weight loss and fat loss. Okay, If you do these things, then you're going to give yourself a much greater chance of just losing body fat rather than burning through and losing muscle. Okay, So the first one is to be consuming enough protein. Okay, Protein is the most important macronutrient out of the three of them, or arguably four, but three, protein, carbs, and fats. No one really counts alcohol. Um, they are your most important macronutrients. Okay, so protein is the most important one because this is really what is going to lead to you holding on to muscle. If you consume, and there are studies to back this up as well, a lot of studies, to show that when subjects have been put into a calorie-restricted diet, the ones that consume more protein are the ones that have held on to more LBM, lean body mass. Okay, that has been shown countless number of times. So you have to make sure you're consuming the correct amount of protein if you want to hold on to body, if you want to hold on to muscle. Now, this is something a lot of people struggle with because it's not easy to consume enough protein. And when I say enough protein, roughly speaking for between 1.8 to 2.2 grams per kilo of your body weight. For an easy way to work out, one gram per pound of your body weight, roughly. And if you are a little bit more overweight, Work it off your ideal weight or your lean weight. But I, I normally would just say your ideal weight because you know roughly what weight that you want to be as a person, right? You want to lose how much weight. Work out that number and then that's roughly how much protein you'd be consuming per pound, okay? So that's an easy way to work it out. But if we do that, we are going to make sure we do not lose muscle. If you get other areas in place, which I'm about to explain, but we're going to give ourselves a lot less risk of, of losing muscle mass because protein is what holds on to muscle mass, Okay. It's the building blocks to lean muscle and being in an anabolic state, which is what is going to cause our body to retain muscle tissue. So that is the most important thing that you need to be looking at, really, from a nutrition perspective. You can be in a calorie deficit, in a calorie-restricted diet, but if you're not consuming the correct amount of protein, you're 
resistance training, which I'm going to get onto in a second, is kind of going to be a little bit not useless, but it's never nowhere near going to have the same effect as it would have. And you are potentially not going to be able to hold on to as much muscle. Plus, when you consume a large amount of protein, you don't get hungry. So protein is very filling. Uh, it stops us from craving food. So really, if you're in a fat loss phase and you are not consuming enough protein, you are just shooting yourself in the foot. You need to really sit down, plan your meals out and start thinking about how can I get enough protein in every single meal? And your focus and your mindset needs to be that every single meal that you consume has to have a decent protein source in it. And I say a decent protein source, I mean a complete protein source, one that has all the amino acids in it that is actually gonna to contribute towards you building muscle, okay? I'm not gonna go through the full depth of what a complete protein source and incomplete is, but generally when we're thinking about kind of like animal proteins, uh, whey protein, things like dairy, like that's a complete protein source, okay? A non, a incomplete protein source would just be like bread or something like that, a bagel. Bagel seems to have a lot of protein in them, but they're a useless protein source. So you need to really be planning out your meals with proper, good quality. I'd say more lean protein sources as well. Um, you know, poultry, whey protein, a good quality whey protein is, is gonna be okay to have as well. Just not too much of that kind of stuff. You wanna have less processed sources of protein. Don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but you can understand the importance. So that's the first thing, okay? The second thing is going to be lifting weights. Now, this, this goes without saying, you have to lift weights if you want to improve your body composition and lose body fat and hold on to muscle. If you're not doing that, you just burn through muscle mass. It's as simple as that. And it, loads of people always go to running and cycling and swimming, all these kind of things when they're trying to lose weight. And all this does is it just sends the wrong signals to your body. All that happens is your body just burns through muscle because it doesn't think you need it. You're sending no signals whatsoever that your body needs to hold on to this lean body mass. So it just burns through it. Okay, you're in a calorie deficit. It makes up the deficit with body fat and muscle and you lose muscle. So you have to lift weights. And this is exactly the same for a female who, you know, arguably girls don't always like lifting weights or they get a bit intimidated. Like if you want to build a strong physique, you want to be happy with your figure, you have to lift weights. And every single transformation that you would have seen that we've out on our Fit Lab page of our girls looking incredible, which they always do, they're going to be lifting weights. None of them have just been cardio bunnies and not, not done anything in the gym in terms of resistance training. So you have to get yourself into that um, mindset, out your comfort zone, lifting weights. And you ideally need to be doing it three to five days per week. Okay, three days per week is enough time to see incredible results in lifting weights. And we've had lots of clients that do three sessions a week and transform completely. So you don't need to do lots and, you know, you can go up to five. If you really enjoy lifting weights, you've got more time, you know, you're looking to go all in. Um, you can probably do five sessions per week and get incredible results. I personally think four is the sweet spot. Um, I think that it's manageable for 99% of people if you really look and plan your week. Um, and it gives you a good chance to recovery. It means if you don't have the best of weeks, you can still kind of make up with sessions a little bit later in the week, whereas five, it's very difficult if you, if you miss a couple of days. And you know, with the right training split, four days per week is enough to get incredible results with. So that's ideally what I'd be looking to do if you're looking to really optimize your physique. But as I said, you can go up to five and as little as three would be fine as well. Now, I'm not gonna talk through training splits. So that is a whole realm, probably another podcast, which I will do. But just for now, in your head, understand that if you want to massively improve your body composition, you need to lift weights. And that has to be a staple within your week to be able to see the, the changes that you want. And then I'd say kind of the last thing without going into too many kind of like finer details, you know, like sleep and 
recovery and all these different things as well, which, which do come into it in terms of the difference between fat loss and weight loss. And also looking into stuff like, you know, insulin resistance um, and insulin sensitivity and consuming the right foods and hormone, hormonal regulation, all these kind of like ins and outs. And these are important, don't get me wrong, in terms of, you know, the difference between losing body fat and burning through body fat and not losing just solely muscle. But I just want to kind of keep this into more... I suppose layman's terms, it's easy for you guys to be able to digest and just give it in terms of what the top, like the big three would be to prevent losing muscle and just make sure you're losing body fat, okay? And the last one really would be making sure that you're not consuming too little calories, okay? So this is basically not putting yourself in such an aggressive deficit that again, you risk losing muscle. So even if you're consuming the correct amount of protein, even if you're lifting weights three to five days per week, if you aren't eating peasant amounts of calories you are and right at the start of your journey you are still at risk of losing muscle okay so eating sometimes you might think that the less i eat the better that's not how it works and if you just restrict calories way too much you do just risk completely shutting your metabolism down and your body isn't i don't like the idea of all the kind of starvation mode analogy that's not really what happens to be honest but you just will end up being weak and frail and your body is going to start to downregulate a little bit just from not having enough calories inside of it. So we can still lose body fat and get in incredible shape while still consuming, you know, relatively decent amounts of food. So you don't need to be massively restrictive to be able to get to where you want to get to. And if you consume too little calories for too long, not only are you probably not going to stick to it for long enough because your body's going to get too hungry, you'll just end up binging. This is really common what happens is like people will just stick themselves in a massive deficit, maybe get loads of weight loss for the first couple of weeks. Um, and then naturally they just can't continue because it's too low calories. The body starts giving them huge signs that they want more food. They have a bad day, they give up, they binge. And then this like binge restrict cycle just happens all the time. Which is really why we don't want to restrict calories too much. It's just not a good place to be. Plus your training is going to start to suck as well and you're not going to be fueling performance whatsoever. So we don't want to be consuming too little amounts of food. We want to ideally get to a position to where we are eating the most amount of food that we can while still losing body fat. That's where we want to be. And that's why you shouldn't always drop your calories all the time when you're trying to lose weight. Only drop your calories if you need to. If you hit a bit of a plateau and you feel that you're not losing weight and you're really meticulously tracking food and you're hitting all your numbers, I would double down on it again because often you actually have a bit of dietary fatigue that builds up when you lose weight. So you often might think you're doing things how you should, but you actually might not be. So that's the first thing I'd look at. Really like double down on your, your tracking and your accuracy. Um, but then you might want to drop your calories by, let's say like you know, 80 calories to maybe up to 150, depending on where you're starting at. And then you can start to reduce. But you don't want to just be eating peasants amounts of calories and really re reducing massively because you think that's the right thing to do, okay? That's not how you how you need to lose weight. Like for, for a female, I, I probably wouldn't bring in below 1,200. I've never really, never had to do that, maybe absolutely tiny. And if I ever was gonna do that, it would be for such a short amount of time or relatively short amount of time that you know, we know we're gonna be coming up in the long run to get some more food. Guys, it's different. I mean, again, in terms of time frames, but ideally we don't really wanna bring a guy, I would say lower than 1,500 calories. And again, that is, that is really low. Like to be consistently at that amount of food. But again, like we wouldn't want to be starting now and it would always be in relation to body weight as well. It's difficult to obviously give rough figures because everyone's an individual and that's what the kind of power is in terms of, you know, proper nutritional coaching to understand where you should be starting from. 
but they're kind of record numbers. Nobody should ever be eating less than 1,200 calories per day. Never, okay? You, you shouldn't need to do that. Um, and if you are around that region, it is for a short amount of time so that you can just about, you know, do it to get to where you want to get to. And then you can obviously build up afterwards in terms of consuming more food and gaining weight and gaining muscle and building your metabolism right back up again, which is what we all need to do after we've lost weight. So in a nutshell, guys, that is kind of your, your difference between weight loss and fat loss. That's how you make sure you don't lose muscle. You make sure that you consume the right amount of protein. You make sure you lift weights three to five times per week. And you make sure you don't consume too little amount of calories consistently for too long. Because again, you're going to lose muscle. So if you do these three things, along with, as I said, there are a few other ins and outs, but these are probably the most important ones. If you just did these three things, you, you'd see a massive difference. But as I said, if we want to get technical, there are other things we can start to look at, which is going to basically see us derive more body fat and lose more body fat faster rather than just losing any form of weight whatsoever. So anyway, that is all I've got for you guys today. I hope you found this episode of the podcast useful. If you have, make sure, if you haven't already, that you drop a five-star review on Spotify. I really appreciate it. Or a review on Apple um, if you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you hit the follow button. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes. And guys, I'll catch you in the next one.